0: Hi, Techie Joe here. I work with Asen Knight and some of the best psychics in West Virginia to create amazing live streams and podcasts for the Psychic Coffee Shop Network. Together, we brew up great content discussing news, events, hot topics, and more, all from a psychic perspective. On the Psychic Coffee Shop, we interview amazing authors in the metaphysical realm. Coffee and Tea combines Asen with Tracy, Dottie, Natalie, or Lady Gwendolyn for the good and the bad of being a psychic. Shameless self-promotion with Dottie the Psychic talks to leading and emerging YouTubers and business owners in our community. Mountain Bears brings you the latest in LGBT news and politics. The Psychic that Plans answers the question of, well, how a psychic plans. Plus, we're live on air. We take your comments and your questions, including psychic advice questions. Check out our amazing programming, book an appointment with top psychics, and find out all the wonderful things we have to offer at pcsbnetwork.com today.
1: Hey everyone, Natalie here from The Pendulum's Path. If you need guidance, direction, spiritual connection or more, then listen up. I have worked as a psychic and a medium for over three years connecting people from all over the world with their loved ones in spirit, giving them insight and guidance into their current situations the past healings that need to be worked on and what it is they need to know today in order to have a better future. It would be my absolute honor if you would visit my website at www.thependulumspath.com. I also offer emailed readings for those with busy schedules too. Also, for you goblins who subscribe to the Esoteric Book Club, I have a special coupon code just for you. Enter the code STAYWEIRD to get $5 off of any order of $25 or more. Hope to see you there.
2: Hmm. Welcome to the Esoteric Footnotes. Welcome back, goblins! I'm your host, Jason, and you're listening to the Esoteric Footnotes. Before we get started, I want to take a moment to thank the members of the Esoteric Archive, specifically Soul Rising Studios, Grand Inquisitor Samantha, and Grand Inquisitor Annie K. Your contributions help to pay server cost, purchase reading materials, and recently has allowed me to fully Febreze the Skunk Ape. Aw, oh, come on, what did you just step in? Bad proto Anyway, if you too want to join the Esoteric Archive, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash esoteric book club. Now, let's get weird. I was recently requested to do a top ten episode for my show about the different books that I've covered. The problem is that I've really only covered about 40 books, and if I did a top 10, that would basically be a quarter of the entire series. So instead, I'm doing the top 15. I'm doing five books, five websites or blogs, and five podcasts. For this, I've established a few of my own ground rules. First, I can't feature any shows that I have personally been a guest on, Because, frankly, if I've been a guest on the show, obviously I like it. Besides, I'm trying to feature a few shows that you may not have heard of yet. Also, I will not be featuring any shows that have a major budget. Now that I think about it, I don't believe any of these shows have a budget at all. All of them, to some degree, are passion projects. Finally, I stipulated that the books that I have in my top five have to be books that I have covered on the show. Otherwise, what's the point? So without further delay, let's get started. Starting with our podcasts in reverse order, number five is a show that I know some of you have already heard about, and that is Where Did the Road Go? Where Did the Road Go? is a weekly radio show on WVBR 93.5 FM from Ithaca, New York, just outside of Cornell University, and it first aired on January 26, 2013. The host, Soraya Azkath, has 30 years of experience in the paranormal and 29 years of experience in radio. This show was a huge influence on me when I began my own program. It made me realize that you can talk to cool people if you just ask. So once again, number five, Soraya Azkath and Where Did the Road Go? Number four is Occult Confessions. Hosted by Dr. Rob C. Thompson, the Supreme Hierophant. Occult Confessions produces extensively researched episodes on key people, events, and concepts of religion and the occult. What makes this show unique is that it isn't staffed by historians or researchers, but instead by theater students and alumni. This brings a unique flair to the presentation that you really won't get anywhere else. The show's website is also rather special, because it hosts a bibliography of pretty much every subject that they have ever covered on the show. If you've ever heard me rant about how to judge the quality of a book, you know how much I appreciate a good bibliography. Now that I think about it, I may steal this idea from my own sight. Again, number four, Occult Confessions. I was just recently introduced to number three by my new friend Dasos Crowsong, who, coincidentally, just achieved the rank of druid. So the podcast coming in at number three, Southern Fried Witch. I gotta tell you, listening to the hostess Saba is like taking a big drink of Southern style sweet tea on a hot summer day. It's sweet, refreshing, and it packs a little bit of a punch. Saba is a witch from Alabama, which means that she has experienced all the trials and tribulations that that encompasses. Her show covers a wide array of topics in witchcraft, including community building and self-sufficiency. Honestly, I enjoy listening to her so much that I'll just turn on an episode that I've already listened to and let it play for background noise. Although I usually end up listening to the episode instead of doing my chores. Again, that was the Southern Fried Witch Podcast. Coming in at number two is another brand new podcast. This one entitled, Hi Strangeness! This show only began in April of 2023, but it's already one of my favorites. Mostly because the host is just such a cool guy. If I had to pick only one word to describe the host, Steve Berg, it would be jolly. This guy approaches the topic with enthusiasm and humor and just joy that you normally don't get with a lot of the paranormal. Because there's only 12 episodes at the time of this recording, I'm simply going to read you the show description to give you an idea of what it's about. Actor and high strangeness enthusiast Steve Berg chats and cheerleads with researchers, investigators, authors, artists, comedians about all things weird. We're talking UFOs, the paranormal, outsider art, weird belief systems, the occult, and all of that good stuff. There's really not that much that I can add to that description. So once again, that was number two, Hi Strangeness. And finally, podcast number one, Graveyard Dirt. This show reminds me of what a homespun podcast really should be. It's not overproduced, it's not heavily edited, it's just a husband and wife having a discussion on the internet. As they say in their introduction, Zoe is a witch, and Andrew is not. The whole show is predicated on the idea that Zoe is trying to explain her beliefs and practices to Andrew, who in turn relates them to comics, video games, and Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I said Dungeons and Dragons and not Pathfinder. I'm trying to explain this in a way that the normies will still understand. That's mostly a joke, because I know that Andrew plays both games. Anyway, this show is a lot of fun. It's one of the few shows where I want to actively participate in the discussion that they're having. There's been several times where I'm yelling at my radio as I'm driving down the road. Most recently, they were comparing pop culture icons to the major arcana in tarot. And when they got to the Emperor's card, I just want to throw my hat into the ring and say that my Empress card would be the T-Rex from Jurassic Park. Graveyard Dirt is another fairly new show. It just started in November of 2022. They also follow the same release pattern that I do, Full Moon and New Moon. Their Full Moon episodes are longer discussions, and their New Moon episodes are entitled Rave from the Grave, and are basically check-ins and sometimes rants. They frame it around two topics, things that they are digging and things that they want to bury. Like I've said before, this show is a lot of fun and it's super relatable, so go check them out. Once again, that was number one, Graveyard Dirt. Under normal circumstances, most podcasts would switch over to the next topic. But this is my show and I can do what I want, so I actually am adding in honorable mentions. For honorable mention, I actually have one podcast and two YouTube channels. The podcast is called We're Probably Not Okay. Are you a young Gen X or elder millennial male who grew up on Star Wars, Ghostbusters, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Well, chances are you will probably like this show. As stated in the introduction, quote, These three gentlemen take mental well-being seriously, but are not serious. They'd rather swear and make irreverent jokes. Now that you know, the healing may commence. Ultimately, it's three middle-aged nerds doing mental health check-ins with each other. And honestly, it's a refreshing change. It's nice to be able to move beyond the stereotype that American males have to bottle up all their feelings. We know that it's not healthy, but it still happens all the time. Besides, pairing it with G.I. Joe and a fart joke, that really makes it a lot more bearable. Again, the show was called, We're Probably Not Okay. The first YouTube channel to get honorable mention is the channel Esoterica. Esoterica is about Western esoteric traditions, brought to you by Dr. Justin Sledge. Now, I've been following this show since its inception, and once you get used to the doctor's dry sense of humor, it's actually rather funny. Don't get me wrong, though, this isn't a comedy podcast. This show is packed full of detailed information about ancient Near Eastern magical practices or traditions influenced by said practices. As a side note, whenever the new episode pops up in my newsfeed, I begin to sing in my head, Esoterica, to the tune of Metallica's Sanitarium. I feel like Justin would appreciate that. The final honorable mention in this category is Angela's Symposium. Angela's Symposium is hosted by Dr. Angela Puka, and it covers magic and the occult, from an academic perspective. Now, it's not as boring as it sounds. Dr. Puka is... well, she's some form of practitioner herself. I'm not exactly sure what she practices, so I don't want to misrepresent her. But suffice to say that she isn't studying it in the way that we're used to. She provides a bit more of an insider's perspective, which is a nice change from most academic studies of this type. In fact, Angela's Symposium is how I found out about Dr. Sledges' show. It's going to be a long time before PhDs in occult sciences become mainstream, but these two are really spearheading the effort. Before we move on, take a moment to look in the show notes. You see that? Yeah. I put links to every single one of these shows, articles, and books in the description. You're welcome. But wait, don't scroll too far. No spoilers. Next up, we have my top five websites or blogs. Coming in at number five, we have The Twilight Grotto, better known as EsotericArchives.com. This site was only recently introduced to me. I found it kind of amusing that I call my Patreon page The Esoteric Archive, and yet, I've never heard of this site. The Esoteric Archives is a website that hosts copies of older, royalty-free esoteric and magical texts. In fact, I found several books on here that I want to try to review for the show, including Cornelius Agrippa's Three Books on Occult Philosophy. If you've ever heard me talk about magical correspondences, this is where it comes from. It comes from Cornelius Agrippa. Now these books come from the early 16th century, so it's going to be a while before I can really sit down and sink my teeth into them. But don't worry, it's coming. Anyway, that was number 5, The Twilight Grotto, also known as EsotericArchives.com. Coming in in number 4 we have the Internet Sacred Text Archive. This site is very similar to the esoteric archives, but it focuses on religious texts from around the world. Now everything written on this site is absolutely free, but they do have a unique fundraiser. You can purchase a custom printed USB flash drive with all the texts already downloaded on it. Sure, you could do this yourself by downloading each and every file one at a time, but this little thumb drive helps to support the site and allows you to access the entire archive anytime you want. Once again, that was the Internet Sacred Text Archive. The third position actually belongs to a pair of websites that, even though they're different, They are still so similar that I had to pair them up. Those websites are LiveScience and ScienceAlert.com. If you've heard the esoteric news briefs, you're already familiar with both of these sites. Now while I don't get all of my information from them, this is where I get about 90% of my articles. What's nice is that both sites have a mailing list that you can sign up for, select just the topics that you're interested in, and then whenever something is published within those topics, they email it to you. They cover everything from archaeology to ecology to astronomy. Really, anything that's related to science, they write about. That was number three, LiveScience and ScienceAlert.com. At this point, you may be saying to yourself, Jason, you mentioned that this category was websites and blogs, and you just mentioned four websites, none of which were blogs. So, where are they? Well, don't worry. We're getting to it. Coming in at number two, we have the blog Asa's Valley. This is an older blog that I'm only just now discovering since it's been picked up by Patheos Pagan. Asa writes about deep thoughts on paganism, witchcraft, and magic, all from a northern Appalachian perspective. Sometimes she covers broad, sweeping global topics, and sometimes she focuses more on personal practice. One week may be about the creation of the universe from a philosophical perspective, and the next it could be about a meme. You never really know what to expect, Like I said, this is an older blog that is now hosted by Patheos Pagan, so if you want to read some of the back articles, you'll have to track down her former website. Or you could happen to know a really cool podcast host who tracked down the website and listed the link in the show notes below. And finally, coming in at number one, which shouldn't surprise anybody, is the blog, Under the Ancient Oaks. John Beckett's writing has been a huge influence on me in my personal life, and it has helped shape how I interact with spirituality, the occult, and the other. John has worked with the Denton Covenant of Universalist Unitarian Pagans, also known as Cups, for years. He's also a druid in the order of bards, ovates, and druids, and is former vice president of Cups Continental. He is also the author of three books The Path of Paganism, Paganism in Depth, and The Book of Kernunos, which he co authored with fellow Patheos Pagan author Jason Mankey. Under the Ancient Oaks is his personal blog, which is part of the Patheos Pagan website. All things considered, I guess you could say that Patheos Pagan is unofficially both ranked number one and number two on this list. Much like in the podcast section, we also have an honorable mention for the websites. In this case, it's the website Etymology Online. Yeah, it's super nerdy, but if you've ever wondered where a word comes from or what the history of a term is, this site is awesome. It's really, really handy for folklore concepts and even creatures from mythology. For example, the term goblin comes from the early 14th century and is a Norman-French term for a devil, incubus, or a mischievous and ugly fairy. But, um, don't take that personally. I say it with love. Anyway, books. Yeah, let's move on to books. Coming in at number five is not actually a book. Instead, it's an author. Mostly because it's really hard to choose just one title from this guy. Some of you may have already guessed, but I'm talking about Joshua kutchin So technically I have covered one of his books on this show, and that being the one he co-authored with Timothy Renner, entitled Where the Footprints End. His books aren't just extensively researched, they're incredibly insightful. If you were to tell me that a book entirely about the smells associated with the paranormal could be entertaining, I never would believe you. Unless you mention that it was written by Joshua Kutchen. So do yourself a favor, check out his works, and pick out whichever title really appeals to you. I guarantee, whatever you choose, you won't be disappointed. Book number four is... Hoodoo Cleansing and Protection Magic by Miss Aida. Now, this one won't be for everybody, since it really deals with a specific set of magic and magical practices. But ultimately, this is a premier template for how a book on magic should be formatted. So often, I see books on Hoodoo or Conjure say things like, Add this to your mop water except there's always more to it. We all use different cleaning products, so what will this special mixture actually do? All things considered, it could potentially create a toxic mixture depending on what cleaning chemicals are used. And that is why this book is so handy. It tells you exactly what to use for your mop water solution. Yes, that may seem like a ludicrous example, but how often do we see a magical text reference something without actually explaining what that something is? It's all fun and games until you accidentally create mustard gas in your bathtub. Fortunately, that won't happen if you're reading hoodoo cleansing and protection magic. Number three, Blackfeather Mystery School. The Magpie Training. There are a ton of introductory magical texts out there. Most teach you some of the basics, and some simply tell you about the basics. But this book does all of that and more. You get an explanation of the lesson, a detailed step by step tutorial, homework involving that tutorial, and Online resources. Short of a one on one lesson, what more could you ask for? A follow up book, you say? Why, yes, there is one in the works. This is actually a little more exciting than you may realize. There are very few intermediate books on magic in publication. There are a ton of introductory books and a handful of advanced texts but very few that fill in that middle ground. Blackfeather Mystery School is looking to fill that void. I don't have an actual release date yet, but it is in the works. In the meantime, check out their website and make sure to grab yourself a copy of The Magpie Training. If you follow the link in the show notes, it will actually take you to their website where you can purchase an autographed copy of that book. Book number two is responsible for the most downloads of any episode in this show. In fact, it has 30% more downloads than the second most popular episode. I'm talking about Passport to Magonia. Now this is an interesting one because every few years, Jacques Vallée seems to change his mind about what the UFO UAP, or USO phenomena actually is. I would venture to say that next to Charles Fort's Book of the Damned and John Keel's The Eighth Tower, Passport to Magonia is probably one of the most influential books on the paranormal in publication ever. Ironically, this book is no longer in publication, so if you want to read it, you'll have to grab a used copy. And finally, we come to book number one, The Path of Paganism. Honestly, this should come as no surprise to anybody who's ever spoken to me. I literally recommend this book to everyone who has a question remotely involving spirituality. I personally have gone through multiple copies, since, you know, I keep lending these books out and I never really get them back. Despite the title, this book is really a great primer for anyone who is working on any spiritual path. I would even recommend it to open-minded Christians. I think it has the potential to spur on some rather interesting discussions about the similarities of really all belief systems. I've already said plenty about the author John Beckett earlier in this episode. So I'll conclude by simply saying, go buy this book. As with every other section, there's also an honorable mention for the books. Now this time it's a little different. The honorable mention is a book entitled Ancestral Whispers. And that's a book that hasn't been published yet. Not only that, but I haven't reviewed it on the show yet. I received an advanced reader copy, and I just finished reading it. I've got to say, this book is phenomenal. Seriously. If it had met the criteria that I laid out for this show, there's a very good chance that it would have been number one. Now, I don't want to give away too much about the book, but it is essentially about ancestral work, And in two weeks, you'll be able to find out more about it, because that is the next episode of the Esoteric Book Club. Not only that, but I'll also be interviewing the author in the near future. I almost never do this, but I'm going to say do yourself a favor, follow the link that I post in the show notes, and pre-order yourself a copy of Ancestral Whispers by Ben Stimson. Honestly, you won't be disappointed. All right, goblins. That's all I've got for you tonight. So until next time, remember, if it's not already, make it weird. Hi, I'm Jimmy Coe.
0: And I'm Stephen Hawk,
2: And we're the host of the Cosmic Sponge
0: Podcast, where we explore the unknown from UFOs and cryptids, to unexplained disappearances and ancient mysteries. If you're looking for strange stories that will keep you on the edge of your seat, jump on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or search for Cosmic Sponge on your favorite listening platform. Head on over to our website at www.cosmicsponge.com to get access to all of our content, including a full list of platforms where you can enjoy the show.